continuing with the legacy and abundance of wonderful pondering points of pharmacokinetics, today is the celebrated moment of not only festival of colors. Yes, I am talking about the holy festival that is for all of us, but also to give a thought, say a word about the influence of pH, about the Henderson Hesselbach equation its various implications, all these how they come and affect the passive diffusion is what we gonna cover today. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast. I'm your host Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. As I have weaved the background to discuss today the influence of pH on the passive diffusion, let's get through a quick revision ride in the form of few important bullet points. Number one, passive diffusion is nothing but a process of transfer of drug via the biological membranes from the high concentration to the low concentration. Yes, it is along the concentration gradient and there is no energy needed for this particular process. Second, Non-ionized drugs, they follow the lipid water partition coefficient simply meaning if there's a high lipid solubility, there's gonna be more diffusion and vice versa. Third, in case of partly ionized drugs, degree of ionization, it decides the diffusion pattern and the diffusion behavior. And yes, other factors are surrounding pH and lipid water partition coefficient of the undissociated form. Fourth, weakly acidic drugs, they form the salts with bases. Very good example is phenytoin sodium, then sodium salicylate, potassium penicillin 5. So these are, you know, mainly sodium and potassium salts. Fifth, weakly basic drugs, they form the salts with acids. They mainly become either sulfates, hydrochlorides, phosphates, etc. Some good examples here, they are ephedrine hydrochloride, morphine hydrochloride, amphetamine sulfate, etc. Now it's the perfect moment to tell you about the influence of pH. As you all know now that weak acids or weak bases, their diffusion is dependent upon the degree of ionization. And this in turn is actually a chain reaction. It is dependent on the pH of the surrounding medium. Now this is completely opposite for the strong electrolytes which are actually completely ionized at acidic and alkaline pH. Or I can say at all sorts of pH, okay? Now coming to the great equation for the day. One fact I want to tell you before I give you the equation is that there 
is an intense relation amongst the dissociation constant. Yes, I'm talking about the pKa of the drug. Then another one is the pH of the environment, environment in which the drug is placed. And the third point is the extent of ionization. And the relation between all these three aspects or points, it is expressed as a real important grade equational format, which is known as the Henderson Hasselbach equation. Now, what is it? Listen carefully. I'm giving you the equation now, so you can note it down. I'll give you a second to get your pens right on your paper. Let's go down. pKa of an acid is equal to the pH plus log of the fraction of concentration of non-ionized acid by or upon the concentration of the ionized acid. Okay, now that is one equation. Let me repeat it. pKa of the acid is equal to the pH plus log of the ratio of the concentration of non-ionized acid upon the concentration of ionized acid. Got it? Okay, fine. And then we have an equation for the pKa of the base this time, which is equal to the pH of the log of the ratio of the concentration of the ionized base upon the concentration of the non-ionized base. Please, please, it's not the same as that for the acid. For the acid, we had non-ionized acid in the numerator aspect, while for the base equation, we are having the ionized base in the numerator aspect. So please give attention, pay attention to this difference and don't write it in exactly same for the base as you have written for the acid. Okay, now I've cleared up all the things. Let's ponder over the first equation about the weak acid. The pKa is nothing, it's a negative log of the dissociation constant of the weak electrolyte. And here I'm talking about the weak acid. If both the numerator and the denominator, that is the concentration of the ionized drug is equal to that of the non-ionized, then ratio is equal to 1. That is, we have the equation as pKa acid is equal to pH plus log 1. Okay, I'm sure everything is clear. Uh, just give your brains a little mathematical indent and imagine it that way, then the calculations becomes fast. Well, that's a sort of a hint for you to understand this equation promptly and nicely. Now, let's move further. I told you about how we are getting the numerator upon denominator is equal to 1. So, now log 1. Let's get the value of log 1. Log 1 is equal to 0. So, pH is equal to pKa. Okay, the log thing is gone. It has become 0. Another way to look at this derivation is conveyed in sentences and words, which I'm going to tell you just now. That is, if the value of the pKa is equal to the value of the pH, then the drug is 50% ionized. Okay, that is another derivation we are getting from this Henderson-Hasselbach equation. You know, this is a very important equation. I've not been very strong at mathematics, but yes, when it comes to all such kind of things in my subject, I really pay a lot of attention, work hard so that I get my numericals correct, you know. It's very important to understand these things to get your answers, numericals right. And with little mathematical indent, you can 
actually stress this derivation. Let's get into more intense part now. If we increase the scale by one unit, that is there is 10 times growth in the ratio. And if we decrease the scale by one unit, then the value of the resultant ratio is actually one tenth. It decreases 10 times, okay? Now, one more fact which I can tell you from this derivation is that weakly acidic drugs, they ionize more at the alkaline pH. And one scale change will change the ionization by tenfold, as I just told you before this fact. Similarly, weakly basic drugs, on the other hand, they ionize more in the acidic pH. Okay? So, if there occurs pH difference across the membranes, it leads to the differential distribution of the weak acids and weak bases on the two sides of the membrane. Well, no more vague sets of information I'm going to give you. Let's directly land on the runway of Henderson-Hasselbalch equation implications. Yes, we're going to start off with the implications of the Henderson-Hasselbalch equation. No wasted of time. Let's quickly get on the first one. Acidic drugs are greatly ionized at gastric pH and they are absorbed from the stomach, principally. While basic drugs, they ionize immensely and absorbed only from the intestine. Second important implication, drugs cross the gastric mucosal surface in the unionized form. They revert again to the ionized form as the pH is basic. Uh, basic pH, I mean to say it's around 7. And then they slowly pass to the extracellular fluid. Okay? Wow. I have a special name for all of this process. And it's very important. So please write it down. Please underline star it. It's known as iron trapping. I'm sure you have heard about it. Now I'm sure you have understood it. Okay? It's simply the inability of the weak electrolyte to escape in the pH entered after crossing a membrane. See, I gave you a, my own definition for this iron trapping. And for your utter surprising fact, this process is responsible for mucosal cell damage, which we listen, which occurs due to aspirin. The whole process is due to iron trapping, okay? Let's come over to our third implication. Acidic drugs, they ionize in alkaline urine and basic drugs, they ionize more in acidic urine and then they don't back diffuse into the renal tubules. Rather, they undergo fast excretion. So that can be utilized for your poisonings where you can acidify or you can alkalinize the urine if the poisoning drug is acid or base then accordingly you can take action okay fourth implication basic drugs they are generally having high intracellular concentration yes because the ph is 7 versus the ph of plasma which is actually 7.4 so i hope you understand this particular concept nicely it's all depending upon the ph difference fifth important implication the strength of acid is inversely proportional to the pKa value of it, while the strength of the base is directly proportional to the pKa value of it. And yes, that is true vice versa. 
that you can opposite the whole thing okay sixth implication if pka of drug and ph of the surrounding medium is same they are equal then the drug is 50% ionized and 50% non ionized that's an important fact and an important implication next seventh implication one unit up or down in the ph is equal to 10 fold increase or decrease in the ratio of the ionized and the non ionized drug fraction okay eighth implication poor absorption of few drugs like quaternary ammonium compounds and strong electrolytes it's due to their ionization at all ph okay ninth implication lipid soluble electrolytes they easily cross the cell membrane and their transport is ph dependent okay tenth implication if neutral or non ionized form of drug is favored by the circumstances then the drug absorption automatically increases and so is true vice versa now this is an important explanation for ion trapping which i just talked about in few points back now that's all folks for today it was a great amount of information tea to be held by the daily cup of brains but no worries cause simplified versions are always a promise and a commitment of my vocals deliveries that via your ears reach or ping your minds sound enough never to leave any doubts or questions or vague points to ponder over everything is delivered as to make it crystal clear well understood directly scintillating and shining in your minds clearly visible and it also shine up your souls with such eternal sunshine thought it's a time to depart till we virtually and vocally meet again the next time in the next episode For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast please visit www.isfarmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine it actually contains a lot of updates about the medical sciences drug information and my podcast updates also you can follow me on different social media handles like twitter insta facebook and linkedin they all are with the same name is pharmacology difficult If you are listening for the first time, do follow me here whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes Apple Podcast. Stay safe, stay happy, stay enlightened. Thank you.